few weeks, we'll be answering your dental marketing questions and providing ideas on how to generate new patients and make your practice more profitable. I'm Fanny Barrientos, marketing expert here at ProSites, and I'm joined today by Tila Hall, our lead designer, and she's going to be answering some questions about website design. So let's get started with our first question that was submitted. Tila, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So first question, how long have you been designing websites? Oh, so I have started designing websites when I got my first computer, which was actually um, later than probably most people is in high school. Um, I got into visual arts because I always thought of myself as kind of an artist, um, but I really was not good at painting <laughs> or like drawing. Yeah. So I like jumped on the computer and I started doing visual art kind of um, I got the Adobe suite and kind of played around in Photoshop, did all those fun photos and then um, started winning awards in um, high school for it. And then I just jumped right into college and I got my bachelor and my uh, well, two bachelors in graphic design and digital media and an associates in visual arts. Um, and I kind of figured, oh, well, I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I kind of stuck around with the coding websites and uh, doing a bunch of graphic design kind of stuff. Um, the cool thing about web design, it's um, you're always learning something new. Um, it's always changing. Mm -hmm. um, so you got to keep up to date. And you, um, I love learning. So um, it's one of those fields that I just keep researching and sticking around in. So yeah. needless to say, you've had a lot of experience <laughs> since did. websites happened, right? Yeah. So <laughs> since websites became a thing. <laughs> yeah, so probably about 12 years experience. Yeah. I've been at ProSites for six years. So um, just being um, in the dental uh, and accounting world, I've been able to kind of learn way more, especially with the other designers here. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, actually, now that we're switching, um, let's talk about why a website is actually important for a business like a dental practice. Yeah. So um, actually on Forbes website, they say that um, if you don't have a website, that means you're losing business. So that alone should really stick to um, anybody's um, <laughs> yeah. time there because it's kind of important to have business. So um, everybody is online right now. So if you're um, Googling a dentist in, I don't know, um, Lawton, Oklahoma, um, the first thing they're going to do is go to your website. And that's really the first place they see you. Um, and they really judge you on that. So having that a professional feel and having something there um, that really represents who you are, I find, I think is really important. Oh, that's a great answer. So actually, since we're speaking about all these different dental websites, I'm sure that you encounter, you know, dentists with a lot of competition. So how, do you find it challenging to make your dental websites stand out from everybody else? I don't think so at all. Even if you go with a template-based um, kind of site, um, you can always cha change things like the location, um, having images that represent, so if you're in your New York, you'd have images that represent New York mm -hmm. or um, your town, or maybe there's a, a monument or something um, that you can display. So having a personalized feel like that, um, if you want to go that route, if location is important, um, but I do know location is not important to everybody. Um, there's also like the services that you offer. Um, not yeah. everybody offers certain things and um, you really want to showcase what your specialty is. So having images that kind of um, represent 
that in a non-graphic kind of way, more of a visual appealing way, um, would be the best way to do that. Um, even icons, um, iconology um, is great, using like um, little tooth icons or something like that to kind of represent what you're doing um, and showing, showing that on the first page. So it's pretty easy to stand out. Um, and everybody has a brand, so matching your firm's um, or your dental's um, colors and branding is really important. Yeah, so actually, um, I know that like you had said, there's a way to like personalize templates, but what about custom design? Would you recommend custom de design for dentists? Um, I would, but I'm a little biased. <laughs> so um, I kind of manage the custom design process, um, and I'm a very firm um, believer in custom design. I'm pretty passionate about it, um, only because your brand is is represents who you are and you really want to showcase mm -hmm. that on your site and like I said when somebody googles you and um, the first thing they see is is your website and who you are and they're gonna spend maybe five to ten seconds um, and the first thing they're gonna read in their mind is the colors and um, is it too chaotic is what's going on mm -hmm. and where's the phone number um, um, and stuff like that so um, I really do believe um, in custom design I think that you should invest um, in making your design more personalized and um, making it pretty because it's it's really worth it keeping people on your page longer um, it seems like such a little thing but <laughs> but it goes a long way yeah I think it's fair to say that like with although you can accomplish this with both template but more so with this with custom design it's like it really is an extension of, of your like practice your office because you know you want when you want patients to come in through the door you want to convey a certain feel right uh, yeah. some people want want to do more high-end some they want to do more family friendly you know depending on what your practice wants to do so having a custom design that's uniquely yours and probably based on your decor in your office and the inspiration from that it really is your own unique touch on the website so oh and you know, that can translate to like other marketing materials as well and it's just really an extension of yourself so I think that's what I find that dentists really attract with custom design as well in my experience yeah no I uh, completely agree and I read somewhere that like 38% of visitors will actually leave your site if they find it unattractive yeah so you just for like, you might be the best in your field, but losing 38 people, just 38% of your clients, just because your website might not represent you 100%. Um, it just seems so silly. Why not invest the small fee it takes to make your site a little prettier? Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, with all of the news in uh, with like Google and stuff like that, some of the marketers are aware of, we have this no new update in Google, which is basically referred to as uh, mobile first indexing mm -hmm. right so then that kind of begs the question well what why is that important and you know what is mobile friendliness um, what's the difference between a mobile friendly page and a responsive page like w what can you tell people so that they know how to put their best foot forward both in search engines and with users yeah so um, most sites nowadays you'll see our fully responsive sites and what the difference really is between a responsive and a mobile friendly site um, is the responsive um, site is actually just the entire site the entire site will adapt to any device whether you're on a tablet or um, an iPad or a smaller a resolution screen from even a 
a big TV to um, a smaller laptop. It will adapt to whatever screen size you're on automatically. You won't have to make any adjustments. Where a mobile-friendly site, where when people say that, um, they could also be referring to that. But most of the time at ProSites, it means that there's only one page that is mobile-friendly, and that, that is just the home page. So it has your basic information, like your contact image, um, your logo, your branding. Um, and basic information about you, but it's a little bit of a sim more simple page. Um, but it's, it is really important, especially with Google kind of dinging sites that aren't fully responsive, um, to, to take that leap. We have so many offers now, like so many options of um, mobile-friendly sites um, that you can just change to um, that are responsive, fully responsive. And if it's um, confusing, I would just ask, um, the support team and they'll be able to tell any dentist whether their site is fully responsive or um, just mobile friendly. Yeah, that's actually what Tila is referring to is that if you're a ProSites member, you can really just reach out to your member services support team and then they'll just update the design for you. It really doesn't take more than just a phone call to let them know. And it's free. You don't have to pay for that. <laughs> so, okay. So then um, speaking of websites and kind of as how they've been evolving, like what's trending now in 2018? Um, so uh, 2018 actually opened a lot of doors for web design, um, a lot of full width websites, um, full screen, you'll see big, beautiful slideshows or videos even um, that take up the entire screen, um, a lot of animations that are kind of going on now, um, a lot of flat gradients, um, a little bit different than like the hard gradients, they're more like subtle and like um, using more flat tone colors. Um, a lot of um, big text is, um, is trending. Um, that I think is more towards the um, accessibility and um, really you want people to be able to read your site, um, helps uh, legibility and be able to read your site on all screens. Um, so yeah, big text is like in right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. So basically it was just like a really like flat design, big text that's more modern. And again, you want to um, the reason why we emphasize these trends is because a website, you know, is going to convey how trustworthiness you are to patients. So the more modern that design looks, the more up to date and like, like aware that you come off with like what designs are and how secure a website may come off. So it's it, like design really is kind of that first impression that you're trying to make with patients. And if they see a design that's outdated and they're going to subconsciously make the connection that perhaps your procedures are a little outdated and they may not trust you as much. So um, I think that's why we want to bring this topic up. So um, speaking of design and trends and big font, what font mm -hmm. size, what's the smallest font size you would recommend on a across the board? Yeah, right now, probably 16 pixels is the about the average. It used to be 12, and that's probably what everyone uses on Word. Um, so it's, yeah. it used to be the go-to thing, but now it's 16. Um, so And that's something that can easily be bumped up. Um, but yeah, just to be able to read your fonts, um, and it's best practice nowadays. Um, okay, and so I guess, you know, while we're at it, we're kind of speaking to web design tips. Are there any other web design tips you could offer that people could maybe look out for on their own websites? Yeah, um, one big thing right now is um, the page load on your site. Um, that's kind of really trending right now is to make sure that you have a, um, a short load time. You don't want your client, since you only have that really short window, um, five to ten seconds of people really getting into your site, you don't want three of that sec three of those seconds to be loading your site. So you really want your load time to be um, a lot faster. You want it to be like 
within a second or within two seconds. Um, Cause the longer it loads, the, the more of a chance you have people going up to go back. Um, and that's something that can easily be done. We just have to, um, we can even run through a checker, um, but you can also just change your, um, um, your images to fit um, more, you don't want them to be larger than a certain file size um, and, and stuff like that. So I would definitely recommend optimizing your images for faster load time, running through like Google page speed insights. Um, you can run, uh, it will grade you right there. Um, usually we can just quickly edit that, fix it um, and upload them. And then obviously the other tip I would have is to add a responsive design. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Go to yeah. responsive designs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the easiest one you could do. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, so what do like the more common web layouts contain nowadays? It's, I think you can probably just summarize what you've said already. Yeah, um, so with um, whether you have a full website or a contained site, um, you're going to have really ba the same elements on every single site. You're going to have your call to action, your header, your navigation, uh, sidebar, your logo, which would be in your header. Um, and your footer, really. It's really like, and then you have your con your main content section in the middle there. Um, so every site is pretty much laid out the same. The sidebar is usually optional. It's only if you have like, you know, a lot of um, widgets, some kind of um, call mm -hmm. uh, contact form or something like that. Um, but yeah, and the call to action can go anywhere within the header. It could go on the slideshow, um, whichever. whichever. Um, slideshows aren't necessarily um, required anymore. Um, a lot of people just use the static image, um, mm -hmm. and that's perfectly fine. Helps with page load, um, and that's a great reason to switch. If it's not adding value at all, just use a static image. Um, that's great, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day today to answer all of these questions. Um, and for everybody listening, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, remember you can submit them on our website. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. See you next time.